What's up again, Banter fans? We're back at you with episode 10. Double digit episodes. Wow. Uh, that's pretty exciting. Okay. Today we're bringing in our old third roommate from the yeah. triple in Tarkin Hall. His name's Scott Harrod. Everyone calls him 2K, 2K. So we're bringing in 2K. Maybe he'll tell you why. We don't condone anything that he says or does on our podcast, but he's going to he's gonna be on. It's going to be great. It's going to be... Well, well, we're going to be talking about gonna, NBA basketball. Yes, we are. So if you hate sports... Don't leave. Yeah, actually, if, for real, if you hate sports, you actually want to listen to 2K talk to us. Yeah, actually, this may be the most fun uh, sports podcast you've ever heard if you hate sports. And never will hear. And never will hear. And probably won't listen to any others. Also, um, I feel like I'm going to sound like a buffoon next to you, too. So. Possibly. Uh, actually, likely. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Let's, uh, let's go right into it, then. back back in black episode Da-da. 10 Da-da. <laughs> episode 10 uh, episode 10 who, who do we got for episode 10 Wes? who's our, who's our episode 10 guy Our if you got have you guys hadn't noticed the people that we are choosing like as you know episode 8 being the danny dimes episode that was because he wears number eight yes indeed. so if you guys didn't know that i know someone was questioning what that was about these people that we're mentioning wear the number the yes, same they number. are athletes they are purebred athletes um, we're ten. Number ten. I'm at a loss. Well, RG three were the number ten for a NBA while. NBA players. We're doing an NBA episode after all. Oh yeah, it has to be. That's kind of weird. Um. Oh, I like this one better. Maurice Cheeks. <laughs> I like that name. Maurice Cheeks. Mo Cheeks. Mo right. Cheeks. <laughs> Mo Cheeks. Mo problems. <laughs> <laughs> all right, episode ten. So I guess we're gonna go with the Mo Cheeks episode. Mo Cheeks. Yeah. Let's get some. Yeah. Let's see what we got here. Um, Some Mochik stats. Do we have any? Playing career. Mochique. NBA draft, 1978, round two, pick 36 by the 76er. Played for 20 years? Wow. Wow. Played 20 years in the league. Jersey number 10. Went from Came from West Texas A&M. Wait a minute. Played for the 76ers, the Spurs, the Knicks, the Hawks, and the Nets. And he's been coaching for a good... Well, he was at the Sixers minute. for a long time. He's an assistant coach for the Thunder right now. Yeah. And does he have any... He was the head coach for the Pistons for about he has, a year. Wow, he has an NBA championship as a player. Four-time he was a four-time all-star. all-star. Good player. Four-time all-time all-defense. Wow. Mo number, Cheeks. His, the number 10 was retired by the 76ers. Well, perfect. How about that? Mo Cheeks. Mo Cheeks. Mo, mo stats. Mo problems. Mo Cheeks. Mo problem. Mo uh, Cheeks. Mo points. We're, we're thinking about going with Mike Bibby as well because... Uh, we know that 2K has a Mike Bibby jersey for the Kings. Yes. But Mo Cheeks. Mo Cheeks. All right, cool. Uh, so because because we're doing an all NBA episode, mm-hmm. you know, for our for our next yes. for our big segment, we're gonna. I just wanted a real quick preview uh, uh, a movie that's coming out in a few weeks. Frozen two. Uh, yes. Just a few weeks ago, you listed Frozen as one of your more underrated films uh, ever released by mm-hmm. Disney. I did. Are you nervous about Frozen 2? Because I'm a little nervous. Define nervous. Why would I be nervous? That they're going to ruin it. What emotional attachment do I have to Frozen? Do you not have any? No. No. Well, I want them. I want it to be good. I mean, I want it to be good, but I'm not going to be heartbroken. Are you? But, like, have you seen the, the, the more recent trailer? Yeah, it looks okay. Yeah. It looks very different, which is kind of scary. Like, the trailer is good. It looks like they're trying to make it into, like, an epic. 
like yeah. a big movie with a lot of like big drama. plot and drama yeah. elements. A lot more than I don't know. Just, Running to the snow to find your sister. Yeah, a lot more magic involved as well. Yeah, uh, she's, I'm a little nervous. Yeah, it's gonna be a little much. You know, it's not gonna be the. They're not gonna be able to match. I don't think what they did. I mean, all I want is to listen to the five minutes that Idina Menzel is gonna be singing a song by herself. <laughs> That's what I'm most excited for. Yeah, it's tough to to, to, to tackle these kind of. Also, sorry, hot take. I want a Kristoff solo song. You mentioned that. I want that bad. Okay, I'm. It probably is coming. I want it now. It's probably, it's probably coming. Did you know that he was on Glee? You mentioned that as well <laughs> just a couple episodes ago. My memory is bad. <laughs> it was like, that would have been like, what, episode like five? Give me a break. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. What, what were you going to say? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I was just going to say, it's the, Frozen 1 took the world by storm. It's tough to, to grab that same kind of lightning in a bottle uh, because they're try, they're going to be trying to, to Dude, follow the same formula. Well, yeah, that's another thing where... If they try too hard to be the same, yeah. then it's gonna... Like, they made Frozen, but I don't think they expected Frozen to blow up like it did. Yeah. Like, it's Disney, they're like, it's gonna be big, but uh-huh. I don't think they expected it to be what it was. Yeah. And you can't recreate... You can't uh, artificially recreate that. Yeah. So. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be good. They're gonna get their money. But will it... They're gonna get their money, absolutely. Just from the opening couple weekends. But I do, yeah, I am a little worried that it's gonna die after this this one. Do you feel the same way about Star Wars? That's gonna die, or just nervous about it? No, no, no. Do you think this one's gonna be great again? Yeah, I think it's gonna best of the trilogy. Yes, best of the trilogy by far. Oh, okay, wow. by a mile. Absolutely. But aren't you a Force Awakens guy? I am a Force Awakens. I love the the, the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. What do you mean? What, what do you mean? Am I a Force Awakens guy? This could be another. This could be a whole other episode. But where would the Force Awakens fall in your ranking of Star Wars films? Oh, that's hard. <sighs> okay. And this probably will be a whole other episode. We'll talk more about it later. But I have to do uh, probably like. Hmm. You don't have to tell me your number one, but I, I'm thinking it's top five. Top five? That's not saying a lot. That's surprising to me. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I'm hot take. Fan. I don't like a New Hope. So okay. It's it above that for sure. It's and like, I think it's like a new hope because it looks it looks bad. Yeah. The the, the seventy seven the yeah. nineteen seventy seven special uh, effects like special effects yeah they're pretty bad. I don't know. I like the Force Awakens a lot. There's not enough. I think I'm a little frustrated that the lightsaber battle we get is a Rey who doesn't know what she's doing, and she somehow fends off a Kylo Ren that's. You know, yeah, that's valid. Being trained and yeah, yeah. true. Music, true. I will say, music's very good. Like John Williams, his music in The Force Awakens is better than the last. <laughs> that's right, John Williams, the the only uh, composer you have pr- proclaimed to know. <laughs> yes, I know who Hans Zimmer is. <laughs> nice. If you didn't, I'd be scared. But I don't know if I'm a Force Awakens guy. Ah, uh-huh. okay. I am a big fan of Force Awakens. I I like I love I love every Star Wars movie. Like even if you can deem a Star Wars movie as awful, I love it. Okay. So. Yeah, I think it's going to be Phantom Menace. Love it. We'll definitely have to get once into once we get into December or maybe even even late November, we're gonna we're gonna talk some some Star Wars for sure. We're gonna be be ready for that. We're gonna be very satisfied. Be ready for that with Episode Nine. We're gonna be satisfied. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and it's J J Abrams again. Yeah. He's gonna kill it. He's gonna kill it. Um. 
Did you happen to watch the Onward trailer? Onward? Onward. It's another. It's a Pixar movie coming out in March with a couple of your favorite actors, Tom other voice actors, uh, Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Tom Holland Tom is going to... Wow. Yeah, Does about, his character look exactly like him? Mm, it's not terrible. Not I mean, they're like they're like troll. They're like elf kind of thing. I think they're elves. What's it called? Out. It's called Onward. Onward. It's kind of got a similar visual, like the text on the, the poster is similar to like Frozen. Um, it's a fantasy uh, movie that's going to be like, I think a couple brothers. They're going to be Chris Pratt and Tom Holland are brothers and they're going to be trying to like find their dad somehow or like the dad? other half of their and their dad i don't know but they're in like a, a civilized fantasy world that used to be you know like the old fantasy world that you think of with like wizards and blah 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 but now they're like civilized living in towns and communities and and riding driving in cars and stuff huh yeah i don't think it looks that good by the, on the trailer but it's pixar but i'm gonna watch it yeah i mean it's a pixar movie i'm assuming it's gonna be better than cars 2 <laughs> yeah you're probably assuming right so yeah they have i think that and um Soul is coming out in 2020 as well. Soul? Soul. S-O-U-L. Another Pixar movie. So Interesting. Yeah, they're going to have two next year. Let's do it. Big deal. Yeah. Big, big power moves there. When's our next Marvel movie coming? Um, March-ish? No, 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 no. I would love a Marvel movie right about now. I would love a DC movie too. That's not bad. <laughs> but I'm probably not going to get that. Yeah. Okay, so it looks like the next Marvel movie is The New Mutants. So an X-Men In April. Yeah, it's going to be an X-Men movie. Are they kind of like uh, revamping this X-Men? It looks like, yeah, it looks like they're bringing in a pretty much new cast. Um, some on, Oh, Anya Taylor-Joy, I remember her. She's from Split. She's the main character, okay. main girl character from Split. Looks like they're bringing in Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones. Charlie Heaton from Stranger Things. Henry Zaga from 13 Reasons Why. Um, we'll all be in the movie, uh, so so they'll have some. Basically, looks looks like they're trying to bring in a, a group to take over from James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. It's pretty much exactly what it says in this article. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Honestly, that that franchise was limping and dying and is now dead. Yeah. So we'll see if this revives them. Mm-hmm. The defibrillator that they needed. <laughs> Probably not. Probably gonna also suck. I think. But maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, it's under now, it's now under Disney control, so. Okay. So, first one, probably. Maybe it'll be good. Dark Phoenix was not, and I haven't even seen it, and I know it was bad. I knew it was going to be bad, so I didn't watch it. Yeah. And everybody says it's bad. So, by consensus, it's bad. It's bad. Confirmed. Yep. Uh, Black Widow also comes out 2020 in May. The Eternals comes out in November. So, uh, some some different movies. Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. These are these are some different movies. And then we get back to, like, our Doctor Strange and, and, and uh, Spider-Man 3. Looks like it, it'll be coming out in 2021. 2021. I don't know if this is updated. If I live till then. <laughs> That's a long way. I don't even know what I'm <laughs> going to eat for dinner, to be honest with you. I feel like the, Scar- the Scarlet Johansson movie, the Black Widow movie, is just going to be, like, a female James Bond. Yeah, could be. Definitely could be. We'll see. I think it's going to be good, but it's, it's going to be a little weird. Because she's dead. Dead. Sorry. Spoiler. If you haven't... I, I don't even feel bad about this one. If you haven't seen... Endgame. Endgame. Yeah, this is this one's on you. This one's not on us. Uh, 
nobody deserves to have to keep the, the, the yeah. biggest movie of the most gross the highest grossing movie of all time their plot the secret a year later like yeah. seriously so, yeah. even if it's six months later I, I don't feel bad unless you've literally been living in like I don't know what's what's the middle of nowhere Kansas no um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Leave the the, the Siberian tundra, <laughs> right? Uh, I think it'll be weird though because she's dead. So everybody's gonna be watching with that kind of in their mind, like, oh, she's dead. Is it, it an origin? It's it's a prequel, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, Marvel's still gonna make their money off of it. They always do. They always do. Always do. We'll probably enjoy it. Yeah. What are the odds we get to see Tony Stark? Again, in like a prequel to this movie. Maybe a little bit. Maybe briefly. Be down. Yeah. All right, cool. Cool. Um, real quick with our NFL picks. NFL picks. Boy. So, week eight. Mm-hmm. Week eight. Um, week, week eight, week great. Yeah, this is... Some teams will have finished their eighth game of the season, and that's half. That is that is half of the games. That's crazy. That is kind of... crazy to me. That is tough. The NFL season comes and goes so fast. It does. We wait for it for so long, and then it's gone. Uh, yeah, so uh, Redkin, Redskins, Vikings. That's easy. Yeah. That's, Vikings. Yeah, the Redskins are bad. It's at Vikings. Yeah. Redskins are awful. Yeah. Vikings. Vikings uh, that Vikings. was quick. Vikings, Vikings, Vikings. Yep. Pack and the Chiefs. That'll be a good game. That will be a good game. That's This is one where we actually have to put thought. And I'm going to be honest. In. I'll be the first one to go. I got I the Packers. I, I also have the Packers. <laughs> You're just trying to posh your lead. Yeah, I'm picking the Packers. I, I see this a lot of a like a uh, master and student. But but think about it. The Chiefs could be four and th- what, four and three after that, right? Or no, no, no. Oh no, wait. We don't even have. We don't even know what happens week seven because we're recording this ahead of time. Um, I don't they play week seven. Week seven, they play the Broncos. So they'll probably win. That'll that'll put them eight games in and have them at five and three, so. which is not not, I guess not it's great. Not, it's not a. It's not. Is that still leading the West though? Probably. Probably. I'd have to check, but yeah. <laughs> you know, a few weeks ago, I mentioned the Chargers are always just kind of there, and can take a shot at the West or the wild card. Mm-hmm. And if the Chiefs keep losing games, they'll be there. They'll be there. Last game uh, is the Monday night game, Dolphin Steelers. Ah. Uh, the suck bowl. The suck bowl. Who do you got, Wes? Well, I'm picking the Dolphins. I think this could be one of their two wins this year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The other one being the Jets. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I don't know who's going to be playing quarterback for the Steelers. That's my problem. We know at least Josh Rosen will be playing quarterback for the Dolphins. Well, I don't know. We think. Right? Ryan Fitzpatrick threw some passes today. Oh, did he? But they're both so bad. <laughs> um, actually, Rosen, we th- I think if he had a better squad around him, they, he could. We've talked about this before, he's but he's, he's not bad. He's a shot. Uh, Steelers, you know, their defense is actually looking pretty good. I'm going to go with them at home. Uh, this was close. This is actually close. Like, Yeah, I'm not going to watch it. The Dolphins are not that far behind the Steelers. The Steelers aren't like a... Yeah, no, I, I think the Dolphins have enough weapons to win a game. They're yeah, but I... Tank for Tua, bro. Yeah, they don't want... Do they want to win? Probably not. <laughs> so... What are if, they going to do? If Mason Rudolph's somehow back, then absolutely. I haven't heard of what's going on with him. Like, obviously, he got knocked out in a game, um, so that was uncomfortable. But uh, we'll see who's playing quarterback. But either way, James Conner 
and Juju, even if he catches the ball like one time, probably because they don't won't be able to pass. But in their defense with uh, newly vamped up with Minka Fitzpatrick in the mix now, so they're Minka's playing against his old team as well. So indeed, I will not watch this game. <laughs> I can tell you that. I don't know if I will either. That's gonna be a a tough one to watch. Can you imagine watching this <laughs> game as like a Dolphins fan? What do you feel? Why? Yeah, are you still watching? If you're a Dolphins fan, do you still watch the games? Like, are you interested? Like, like sim to the end of season, right? Yeah. Sim simulate the rest of the games to the end of the season. And the can't end. can't cancel. Like, <laughs> delete the franchise and. Yeah, just go ahead and get to a to Miami, and so he can be in some of the practices. We know that's what you're going for. Yeah. Sadly, but like. Will that even matter? Will that be the answer? Probably not. Probably yeah. not, because we're we're assuming that Josh Rosen is not mm-hmm. an awful quarterback. So like, yeah. We'll what see. are you even doing? Yeah. What are you doing? All right. Well, that's that. Uh, you got a Perryism for today? Oh, my my favorite but least favorite segment. <laughs> Everybody loves the Perryisms, but indeed they are uncomfortable. All right, Perry. Today's today's Perryism. Oh man! All right, so I have no context on this one. It's just a quote, so you have to fill us in. All right, fill us. <laughs> you said fill us in. <gasps> the uh, quote goes: "To be fair, seventy-seven percent or eighty-four percent compatible. I'd probably like them both on Tinder." <laughs> I, I gotta try to remember this <laughs> so, these are very specific percentages oh, oh I do actually I think I remember uh, I was on I think I was on our like the boiler page um, for roommates uh, trying to give my like roommate or my like so that giving the triple away basically mm-hmm. un- unclaiming it so that like the other the new guys that were moving into the triple could claim it you mm-hmm. know so I was on there and it like gives you a compatibility of you with your roommates. Oh, did you know that? I did not. Cause like you, so, what did we get? So you I have no idea. Probably like two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so like you like fill out like I don't know when how when you like to study or like how you like to sleep or mm-hmm. you know I don't know. You have just like a basic like ten questions that you right. fill out when you're event like as a freshman or before you're a freshman when you're signing up for like a housing contract and it tells you like your compatibility with your potential roommate. And I'm pretty sure I was with my two roommates last year, which were two studs named Ben Walters and David Fox. I think I had like 84% with David compatibility and 77% with Ben with Ben. And I saw that and I was just messing with them and, you know, talking about it. Uh, how it was more compatible with David or whatever, and, I, and, and that's I was like, you know, if we're being honest, seventy-seven, eighty-four, both pretty good. I'd probably like them both on Tinder. Full disclosure: I don't have a Tinder. I have had a Tinder in the past. That was a, a bet of which I lost. But I mean, do you do you blame me? Seventy-seven percent compatible. That's not bad. I yeah, I guess. Yeah. He's, he's get degrees, man. Do you do? Is there such a thing as one hundred percent compatibility? No. I don't think so. No, there isn't. Maybe your twin. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Like, I don't even know. What even is compatibility anyway? That's a, that's... Yeah, because it's not in common. It's tough to answer. It should be, like, to work with. Yeah. I feel like incompatibility is... All right, well, I'm actually a little let down on that periodism. I thought it was going to be... I thought those were going to be women, but not your roommates. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm, I mean, I'm 84% compatible with David Fox. 
Like, sorry, Mary Beth, you're probably not that compatible. You're probably like 83%. Sorry, Mary Beth, you out. Mary Beth being his wife. Yes. Not anymore, though. Yeah, so sorry, Mary Beth, you probably feel like you have some competition, but what can I say? 84% compatible. Well, anyway, that was fun. Let's, uh, Let's get 2K on here, and let's talk some basketball. We have a special guest. His name is... And he's very special. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With us today, we have a guest whose mommy says he is very special. <laughs> uh, 2K, why don't you tell everybody why they call you 2K? Uh, if they want to know why they call me 2K, play me in 2K, and you'll find out. Are you still good? No. Uh, <laughs> actually, probably... I haven't played 2K in like five years because... That's I not true because you played when you lived with us. So that was I, two I haven't years ago. really played 2K hard in like five years. I used to be super good at it, but then I uh, was trying to get a doctor in pharmacy or something lame like that. <laughs> That's not an excuse you didn't go to class. Yeah, but I was studying anyway. And instead of playing video games, I learned drugs. So. I learned drugs. <laughs> yeah. well, my cousin's life also took the same route, but he's not going to make millions of dollars for it. Instead, he's going to do jail time. <laughs> like the one from the Dirty Dub? Yes, it is. Ah, oh, we're not naming names. <laughs> oh, I, I already named it. Well, here's a fun fact about how I met 2K. I was a wee lad. He's still a wee lad. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still very small, but younger then, and... I go to this crew call-out meeting the first week of school, and they're introducing the Bible study leaders. And in walks this man, who is shredded, wearing... It was a Pacers jersey, which he tried to tell us earlier it wasn't. And he just says, what's up? My name is 2K. If you want to know why, play me. I work out. You can tell. I lead Bible studies on Wednesdays. (laughs) And my life's gone downhill since then. I'm now on some podcast that like 100 people listen to. All right, cool. Did you just throw shade at our fans? Thanks uh, for the thanks for the uh, positivity. Sorry, uh, banterers. What what's the name of the people who listen to your podcast? I don't know. Banter fans. Uh, Banter Bros. Bruce Banters. <laughs> uh, well, that's what we're rolling with for this episode. I'll let you guys decide on the official name later. Bruce Banters. All of you, you're terrific. Uh, hopefully, the numbers just spike up to multiple absolutely. hundreds after this episode. Absolutely, tens of listeners. Tens. Okay, of, Wes, uh, that is literally the seventh time you've used that on this show. <laughs> I'm actually going to admit... I used it first. I have not listened to the show yet, but I will listen to this one since I'm on it. I feel like I'm obligated to. Uh, He's supposed to hear himself talk. But, but, you know, I will will give... I will add to your numbers. I'm just going to go to Spotify, iTunes, give you guys some downloads. Whether I'll listen to them, that's up for debate. But you guys are going to get that download for me. And and the five-star review. Uh, yeah. Uh, Four star, their guest 2K sucks. Yeah, he's, he's gonna be honest. He's gonna be honest. Let's be, let's be real. Alright, well, you may be wondering, what should I do now if I don't like sports? We haven't even told them that we're talking about sports yet. We're talking about sports. I think we did tell them that. I wasn't listening. Yeah, you weren't, you weren't on yet. Yeah, it was in the intro. The intro segment. Mm, yes. Yes. You weren't, you weren't alive at that point. You were busy being special. Yes. Yes. So, 2K, why don't you explain why, real, just in a, how about 10 seconds, why they should listen, even if they don't like sports. Uh, this is the same spiel I give to every woman who 
It's like, hey, you're not that attractive. Yeah, but you're going to stick around for the personality anyway. Uh, honestly, even that's not that great, but we try. And, you know, mm. maybe you'll have some fun along the way. We're hoping that your fear of missing out is going to keep you along here. <laughs> Who knows? We'll give away some money. Maybe not. You got to stick around to find out. Stick around to find out. All right, guys. Well, today being the day that this podcast is released to the public is actually the same day. The same day? The same day. The same day. The NBA season is starting. Wow. Clippers versus Lakers. Clipper. Hardly even know her. Laker. Hardly even know her. Oh, my goodness. Clippers are going to take the win. Anthony Davis may or may not play, right? Right? Yeah, right. We don't know where his thumb is at at this point of time. Poor little he guy. lost his thumb? Um, yeah, we, yeah, it's somewhere in Los Angeles. Hopefully. Or China. China is where it got injured. Yeet. China. China. Uh, China. China. The Clippers are going to be breaking out their new duo of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Yeah, they've got some acne. <laughs> but that is going to be the most interesting storyline of the season, in my opinion. Absolutely. Really? Blockbuster trades. I remember where I was at when it happened. It was like two in the morning. Whenever I guess at like eleven in LA time, but they traded for Kawhi Leonard and Paul George just within seconds, and that is going to be the shutdown perimeter defense of the year. It's going to be annoying for teams to play against it. Both great two way players. They got Patrick Beverly on uh, at the point guard. Really, only the question is the rim protectors. Montrez Harrell's undersized. Zubach is not the best defender in the lane. Nice. All right, guys. While he was giving that, I found online a random NBA player generator. How cool is that? Well, considering... Generator. (laughs) No. (laughs) Considering that you've done it twice and it turned up players that weren't that important, I'm not sure. Actually... We had a Nicholas Batum shout-out in the 30 minutes of recording that we we messed up (laughs) and didn't have the microphone plugged in. (laughs) And this was one of the random players. So I'm thinking that your computer was listening to us. Maybe so. All right. cookies. The cookies. They always the cookies. Well, last time when we did this and then started over, we went with James Harden first. Mm -hmm. And we talked about his beard. His beard. And that he travels He does travel a lot. He's the most well-traveled player Mm -hmm. in the NBA. Uh, we gave him... That means he commits the incorrect... What would you... Not a penalty. The he doesn't the dribble. Violation. He doesn't he, dribble. He, picks he, up the ball. he yeah. takes more than I two steps. He gets away with it, though. But anyway, he's very good at basketball. He is, without a doubt, the best offensive player in the National Basketball Association. And he, I would agree. In the no, women's no. national basketball? No, no, no. no. He, the, if he the, played in the yeah. WNBA, he would be the best scorer in the WNBA as well. <laughs> Just real quick. Deladon, shout out. Can Mystics. we mention how... The final game of the WNBA Finals was on ESPN2 at the same time that a, I believe it was a Pelicans game, preseason game, was on ESPN. That's a a real shame. Honestly, that's high quality basketball. (laughs) I'm serious. WNBA or Hoopers, they would twist my ankles, which isn't saying much. I'm out of shape right now, but they, they really do hoop hard. They, they um, are good. They're, I mean, they're phenomenal. They're, they're just not super fun to watch. I, I, I agree. I was not. I'm not invested in the WNBA. I don't know any of the players on my local team. I wish I did. If I had like a fan support, uh, really strong interest in it, that would make it a lot more fun. Yeah. But also, the Pelicans are a team that do are worth an appearance on the NBA or on ESPN. 
because Zion. Zion Williamson, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, a mm-hmm. bunch of question marks, how that team's going to look. They could finish anywhere in the Western Conference from as low as 13th as high as 5th, and I would not be surprised by any of those outcomes. Yeah. The Western Conference is absolutely stacked. <laughs> Just loaded with teams. I think it's got like one, maybe maybe Phoenix might be like the only team with zero chance. Maybe Phoenix mm-hmm. and Memphis, the only teams with Phoenix, no chance Memphis, then to make the playoffs. If the Thunder decided to blow it up, yeah. Uh, get rid of Chris Paul. Get rid of uh, Gallinari. Mm-hmm. They could be down there too. Real right before we uh, press this random player generator button, I wanna I wanna kind of get your opinion on what you think of this statement. I guess. Uh, so if you guys don't know me very well, uh, you listeners out there, I'm a big Chris Paul fan. I have been for a long He's time. Not the, as much anymore. He is the big Chris Paul fan. Okay. I mean, I was. Not <laughs> yeah, as much. Shout since... out to all three of us out there. <laughs> <laughs> not as much since he left <laughs> <it> for Houston. <laughs> But uh, I think that the move to Oklahoma City gives him a chance, to, as he kind of goes in his last few years of his career, to, 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 to cement yeah. his probably not get a ring, but to cement his legacy a little better. If he goes back into like point god mode, you know, where he leads a team like he did with the Clippers, where he's not having to play second fiddle, where he gets to be the ball handler and passer and you know floor general. Mm-hmm. That could cement his legacy. So, in other as words, a, as a you're gonna giver. you are you're gonna enjoy watching him for a few seasons, put up big numbers, and then not get a ring. Yeah, he won't get a uh, ring. So you're right. It, but that's it, not, since we're commenting on him not getting a ring, Chris Paul is the Ash Ketchum of the NBA in the sense. <laughs> uh, talking you, about the Pokemon anime, where wait, Ash Ketchum made it is the 18 years without or making like the semifinals of the competition without uh, without actually winning, yet everyone liked him anyway. That's Chris Paul. Did you know that when uh, they finally wrote in for Ash Ketchum? Yeah, I, I saw that. But I think, um, back to the Chris Paul storyline, I think it's really cool. Back when he was on the Charlotte Hornets, uh, New, Orleans New Orleans Hornets, Hornets. Hornets. Yeah, they had to go, yeah, New Orleans Hornets, they had to go to OKC to play for a year mm-hmm. because of Hurricane Katrina. I so now a, he's uh, returning to OKC, now the Thunder organization, though. That'll be a fun storyline. I agree. He is made to run the point and run the show, have the ball in his hand, create for others. I think he needs to just join LeBron's team as a second string point guard and ride off into the banana boat sunset. <laughs> that could easily you happen. No, I'm down for that. But I wouldn't be stoked about it. All right, I'm going to press well, this button. I ask you. So. <laughs> uh, just like old times when we lived together. Yes, quite. I lived with them. <laughs> it was interesting. All right, I got four players. Wow, what a what a group, oh, wow. what a group of four players here. Um, let's just pick one of them, and I think it's going to be Austin Rivers. Oh, I was going to pick Frank Mason. We got Frank Mason, Shelvin Mack, uh, Butler guy there. Ike Anigbogu, Ike, Ike, okay, and Austin Rivers. I think uh, I think Austin Rivers is the most. Given the fact that he might be the only one to really see the floor, Shelvin Mack will actually get point or backup point guard minutes for the Orlando Magic. Yeah, Orlando Magic, as I mentioned in the previous recording, the most underwhelming team in the Eastern Conference. Yet they'll maybe still not. make the playoffs. Uh, maybe. Probably not. I hope not. <laughs> Austin Rivers, really the main storyline I can think of with Austin Rivers is the fact that his dad, Doc Rivers, is the coach being paired up with Paul George, who cheated on their daughter, or on his daughter, with a stripper that's or whatever not, he was really. on the Indiana Pacers. I yeah. am serious. Oh, no. Yikes. Uh, this says that he's still I, on the Clippers. That is yeah. not true. I'm willing to trash talk... Um, not talk trash towards Paul George, but bring up the fact that he cheated on Doc Rivers' daughter with a stripper while in Indiana because Paul George is still like an ex to me. 
uh, <laughs> in the sense that you know I want him to do well enough, but not too well. Yeah, uh, I loved him on the Pacers. Led us to so many Eastern Conference Finals that were a lot of fun against LeBron. He had a few months, uh, the beginning of let's see, oh, like the 2013-2014 season, where he looked like he might have been an MVP of the league uh, for the Pacers, and I loved it. But he left us. He's a snake, and I hope he does okay, but not good anyway. <laughs> Hot takes. I mean, he's a real likable guy. Is he? Until he cheats on your daughter with a stripper. He's got a likable face. I mean, he is a good-looking guy. Yes. Until he cheats on your daughter with a stripper. Until... <laughs> oh, yeah, and then he also tried to pay the stripper to uh, not have the child or to keep it on the down low. He's actually now dating that stripper. Mm. Well, huh? that's good. I mean, at least he committed-ish. Uh, yeah. Uh, Wes, how's that person you're texting on your phone while we're on a podcast? I was checking my email, Perry. <laughs> Ah, yes, that makes it better. I was checking I'm a very important man. You're on a podcast checking my email. <laughs> I'm a very important man. I'm in high demand. What kind of emails do you normally get? <laughs> Mostly from my students. Uh-huh. What did you think they were? It's those, it's those Purdue emails that are like, I thrive. I, I, have, jo- I have job for you, $300 a week. <laughs> <laughs> I got one that said it was from Race Johnson the other day. What? Do you remember the old Purdue yeah. football player whose nothing. brothers was Steel Johnson? That's the only reason why he was who, a football uh, player? Who was like, to- or, like, tore one of his muscles or pulled a muscle when he had an easy lane for a touchdown. Stumbled yes. and fell against Wisconsin. Yes. And then the commentators called him Stumble Johnson. Stumble. Yes. <laughs> yep. That was a good time. All right, I'm going to press this button again. Yeah, please do. See if we get another four players. All right, we did. Um, <laughs> press it again. Press it again. It was Dante Exum. Uh, well, we do have Harry Giles up here. <laughs> Harry Giles. Uh, which is funny. I don't like that name. Like that. I think that Shea led Larkin. me to one of the hot takes I Harry wanted to talk about. I think De'Aaron Fox sneaks on to one of the All-NBA teams this year. Uh, that's not really... I mean, that's a hot take, sure. But he's good. He's yeah. really good at basketball. Yeah. I, I'm a I like Kentucky a fan. A lot of people give me a harsh time for that, but I've been a Kentucky fan all my life. Yes, okay. thank you for the pats on the back here. Uh, this is real honesty hour here, being real vulnerable. Big UK fan. De'Aaron 2K Fox. Like UK. Yeah, De'Aaron 2K Fox like on that team with Malik Monk a few years back. I thought Malik Monk was going to be the real deal, but Fox has taken huge strides since he's gotten to the league from UK. Jump shots improved. Mm-hmm. He's really learned how to control that speed. Everyone know, has always known he's the fast, so one of the fast. fastest guys to come in the league since John Wall. <laughs> uh, so if Fox cannot put on the weight that John Wall did, a but but he's also really learned to control that speed and play under control, use hesitations and change up speed. Mm. He's really been a difference maker. If the shot continues to pr- improve and his ability to facilitate for his teammates improves, you might see the Kings. Making a playoff push. I don't know if they'll make it in, but they can make a push. Make, I think they can make and it in. if he's the leader of a Kings team that makes the playoffs, put him on that NBA All-NBA third team for sure. All-Star? Question mark? The, it's so hard to make the Western Conference All-Star team as a guard. Yeah. Because Damian King, Lillard still hasn't done it. Right? But there is... Or has he? Did he, just, he did just this year. There's so many worthy candidates. Devin Booker has a hard time getting on there. De'Aaron Fox, Dame Lloyd, C.J. McCollum are all yeah, CJ's never made are all excellent players who are barely squeaking into All Star spots. Well, yeah, according, no, according, to never Karen, had according to Karen, C.J. wouldn't belong there. Is that her name, Karen? Who's Karen? Oh, uh, the I'm trying 
Yeah. Oh, I'm oh, trying to I actually was it just, Jessica? I think it's like Stephanie. No, um, I have that downloaded somewhere because <laughs> yeah, I reference dude. it way too much. CJ McCollum's Jennifer. 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 Jennifer tweets at CJ McCollum, want a playoff game and talk. I'm trying, Jennifer. <laughs> and then he got him to the Washington Conference playoff, or, uh, finals. Oh, so. Yeah, yeah. CJ McCollum, uh, he has a podcast, Pull Up Pod. If you're into sports podcasts, basketball podcasts, that's a great great one. But listen to ours first. But listen to ours first. Um, back to real quick De'Aaron Fox. I was thinking if we go back to what we were planning on doing, which which was some uh, some superlatives. Mm-hmm. I think Darren Fox. What I was thinking of would be like most likely to become John Wall's mom's favorite player, because because <laughs> Darren Fox was basically uh, John what Wall John was actually Wall, a mama's boy. So what John Wall would have been if he had not kind of gotten trash all of a sudden. I would just like to title him. Let's just like the band New Kid on the Block. Okay, he's not that new, but yeah. But I mean, like new is new is in relevancy. Okay, I, I think. Welcome to the big. Uh, similar to that, I think De'Aaron Fox is most likely to become the cool player to like in the NBA. Oh, mm. I can see his jersey sales going yeah. through the roof. Mm. Yeah, his jersey sales. If if the Kings get some nationally televised games, people see what he can do. I, like mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox is going to be that's gonna be a hot become bandwagon. the really cool thing. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a hot bandwagon to jump on just because nobody, so let, nobody just, hates the Kings. Remember this podcast when we're talking about this in October mm-hmm. of 2019. We're saying De'Aaron Fox is going to be the cool thing in 2020 when that happens. Remember, banter hardly even know her called it first. We deserve yeah. the rights. Heard it here first, folks. All right, we're gonna generate another group of four players. Here we go. Dante Egesim again. Why Why are you on here twice? Gerald Green, big fan. Uh, Luol Deng, not sure if he's still in the league. Uh, the, um, they stretched his contract last year. Uh, it was supposed to be one year, $18 million. They stretched it to three years. So they're paying him $6 million each year. Yeah, he was getting paid as to way, drink as a, in this pool for a As while. a way to get him off the books. So I don't think he's on any roster. Okay. Uh, let's do this again. Gerald Green I like a lot, but none of these players that we're talking about. It's too bad how irrelevant some of these are. So oh, there's... Bad. Um, okay, here we got a couple. Robert Covington. We got Jonas Valchunas. Uh, okay, let's talk about Covington. He's not... Uh, he's on the Timberwolves with the, now. Yeah, 76ers with the Timberwolves now. I think Robert Covington is a great player. Great 3 and D player. I think he is likely to get traded to a contender if the Timberwolves don't have the start to the year that they're looking for. Mm. If they get to near the trade deadline, a contender who's really desperate for some shooting on the wing, some defense on the wing, might have to give up a first-round pick and like a young asset mm. to add him to try to take that next step if the Timberwolves are looking to sell at True. that point. You uh, did you see the other day that Ben Simmons made a three in the preseason game? Yeah, and it didn't look bad. And the crowd went, went nuts. nuts. I think, and they made a two K reenactment of the three point make. Yeah. <laughs> did they really? Yeah, like we a two K reenactment, like I did it. Or? <laughs> no, like on the video game, and then they had like it sell like the world blowing up of celebration, and it was really kind of a, a troll more than anything else. This is first professional three. Yeah. Congratulations. The thing is, he's a top 25 player in the league. Maybe top 30. It depends how you want to rank him. Without him even being able to shoot. So if you really add... He's just a freak athlete. He doesn't even need to shoot. That's like don't take it unless you're 100 percent sure you're gonna make it. Ben Simmons is going to make an impact regardless. 23. Sports Illustrated has him as the 23rd best player in the NBA. So 2K was right on the money, top 25. Uh yeah, I mean I'm I agree. He makes he makes an impact, but it's gonna help if he can learn to knock down that three ball. 
Is he, is he technically Australian? I, that seventy sixers yeah. starting lineup is, is so player? interesting. Hmm? Is he also a flat earther? I'm gonna say no because like Kyrie, like Kyrie, because flat earthers clearly have flat earther. Are they even knower? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we should talk about the seventy sixers starting lineup though. Dude, Addition of Al Horford, juggernaut. Yeah, they lost Jimmy Butler. They re-signed Wait. Tobias uh, Harris. Harris over Jimmy Butler. Like mm-hmm. they chose him. Added Al Horford. They've got Ben Simmons. Josh Richardson. Josh Richardson. Josh, that's, Josh Richardson. That's that's sneaky. Honestly, people West... who don't follow like the NBA that closely or the Heat specifically don't know that Josh Richardson can light it up mm-hmm. as a stud. Wes knows from me playing 2K and from me just talking about basketball in general that Josh Richardson and Tobias Harris are two of the players I think are the most un- underrated and unappreciated players in the league yeah. consistently. Yeah, they're good at basketball. Both very good. Both two-way players hit the three ball. Josh Richardson especially, I think Tobias is kind of get to that point where he's like, you know, people wouldn't be that surprised if he was an all-star this year. Yeah. But he's a threat. You right. actually kind of play. But him Richardson, you know, he averaged 18 a game last year. He was the main three-point threat and scoring threat probably at Miami last year. And he plays defense like really well. He's going to guard your best scorer almost any night. You just love it when they play defense. Yeah. And yeah. Your, your average box Thanks. score watcher is going to look at Josh Richardson's numbers, see them go down this year, and assume he's having an off year. Mm-hmm. He's just going to be playing his role. He's going to be behind Simmons, the primary playmaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Arguably the best big man in the league. Jokic would like have an argument about that. Yeah. But he is the most dominant interior big man, 100% for sure. Uh, Horford is going to be a, a role player. Another that one that box score might not look like he's doing much. He's going to be setting screens, passing, mm-hmm. rebounding, playing he's defense. He's going to have a, you know, 11-7-6 and six kind of And it's going to be line. super impactful. Uh, and then Tobias Harris. He's going to get his. Mm-hmm. He'll get 20. 20 and 7, 7, 8 boards. The like real that. question for the Sixers is going to be the depth and does Embiid stay healthy? How are they going to do his load management? Uh, Sounds like something production. <laughs> load management. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really wonder about my toilet's ability to do load management. <laughs> Maybe they're going to have to rely on some young guys yep. this year. We're looking at their... Uh... We're looking at their second stringers, uh, according to the ESPN's depth chart. Looks like they've got Shake Milton, SMU, Zaire Smith, Texas James Tech. Ennis, Syracuse? Mike Scott. Mike Scott has the worst emoji James tattoos Ennis is not in Syracuse, the league. I don't believe. Uh, There's a, that was Tyler Ennis. Are there such oh, thing yeah. as good emoji He's tattoos? From Long Beach yeah, State. that's true. There is no such thing as good emoji tattoos. Mike Scott has an emoji basketball tattoo. He on does. Uh, Jonah Bolden from Duke, I believe. Yeah. Uh, UCLA it looks like okay. There's um, a different bold yeah. But uh, they've also got Matisse Thibel. They drafted him in the first round. Yeah, he is rookie. really good defensive player. Yeah, oh, they got O'Quinn from the Pacers. Kyle Quinn, yeah. I mean, he might play above bold in this. Could be a little bit off. But he might play like five minutes. But the they're, whole year. Yeah, they're struggling with depth. You're right. Zaire Smith. This is a lot of inexperience. He, he suffered from the first round pick of the 76ers curse, where he missed all last year. Uh, there is some sort of allergy going on and a foot issue as well. He was really explosive at Texas Tech, a bit undersized. It'll be interesting to see. This is, in essence, his rookie year, but he's going to be asked to contribute as a backup in a pretty big way. Mm-hmm. And I want to see how he recovered. I mean, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid came back fine from them after they missed their rookie years. Uh, so either the 76ers training staff is doing something really wrong that they're all missing their rookie years or really right that they're getting them back and 
getting performances from them. It's just anyway. a plan. It's yeah. a plan. They're, they're, they literally just they're, they're giving them a red shirt. <laughs> they're trusting the process. Yeah, TTV. <laughs> if I was giving, since we were talking, this all started with a Robert Covington tangent. If I was giving Robert Covington a superlative, it would be the most likely to make five threes in your face and you still don't know his name. Because I feel like he's really, like, if you hear if you tell the name Robert Covington to someone who casually watches basketball, they're going to be like, I have no idea who you're talking about. Maybe. But he's quite good. Wes, do you know who Robert Covington is? Yes, Perry. Oh, okay. I play 2K. <laughs> I, I'm trying to come up with a name pun with Roco. <laughs> uh, Roco. <laughs> I have Roco Puffs. Uh, Rococo style of art. But... <laughs> For all those artists and banter listeners, that's right. I know vocab. Uh, but I, I would, I would call it. The I, thing about Covington is he's not going to get a superlative because he's the league's most average player. I would, I would say most likely to be your little brother's favorite player after watching five minutes. Because he of his hair, he could, and he could easily make three, five, like three threes in those five minutes. Real quick, and he plays defense. Shout out to the guys who play defense. Yeah, most likely to be your JV coach's favorite player. Plays <laughs> <laughs> defense. Uh, all right, let's generate a few more here. I like this. This is kind of fun. Oh, <laughs> that's a good group. Okay, well, let's start with uh, Dwayne Wade, <laughs> the legend. Miss him. D Wade out of the I league. Miss him already. I miss him really. I miss him a lot. I actually. loved late late career D Wade with the cornrows. Mm. Oh yeah. I think he was having his most fun of his whole yeah. career last year, honestly. Yeah, well... People, I mean, there's nothing more fun than winning Perry, so probably not, but... People know him for uh, the spin move, call it the spin cycle. You can also call it the spin cycle, because he is washed up. It was time for him to hang it up. <laughs> no disrespect to him, he... You could make a legitimate argument that he's one of the top five shooting guards of all time. I'm not sure if I would put him there in my list, but I would not disregard your argument for it. Sure. I mean, he's, for a guy who's washed, he still averaged a good 16 a game, something like that, and, and uh, man. He still led the locker room. That, and he did. That game winner, though, against the Warriors, oh, when he jumped up on the, on the table again. Yeah. Man. And barely made it onto the table. <laughs> yeah, barely made it on the table. Oh, man. Uh, he had to apply you... some Bengay to his knees afterwards. Oh. And now he just ha- gets to hang out with his wifey, yeah, watch, her, watch her while she's on TV. And... I mean, yeah, he gets to hang out with Gabrielle Union, drink some Gatorade that sponsors him, pays him to drink Gatorade. He's doing a lot of things right. I hope he enjoys retirement. He gets to watch his son. <laughs> he did say, quote, uh, I wouldn't rule out a retirement, or a uh, return from the reti- uh, uh, comeback. His, his son, uh, Z-Wade, Zaire. Getting a lot of hype on uh, Instagram and social media. A lot of hype, most hype ever for a two or three star recruit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess since Michael Jordan's son made it to UCF and played basketball. Yeah. Michael Jordan had a son. He has like three, five, seven. And like a couple made it know. to D1, barely. Uh, don't ask how many women, I don't know. Uh, but another player that came up here from the generators, uh, Kimber Walker. Kimba. Yeah. Kemba Walker, I I had the hot take uh, with, with Kemba that he actually is an upgrade for Boston because he's a better fit to the team. And, and you guys disagree. And you yeah. kind of both made fun of you because you said because you said in a way, yes. Just, and anyone can be an improvement in a way. Yeah, in a way, just like in a way, I'm not a disappointment to my family. <laughs> in a way, I am a real catch for somebody out there. <laughs> and, and in a way, Kemba Walker is an upgrade over Kyrie Irving. <laughs> But not in a lot of ways. <laughs> I will give you credit that 
the statement does have precedence. Uh, Brad Stevens' first year at the Celtics, he had Rondo back in his prime where he was a perennial all-star. And Rondo just did not comply with the system. So they got rid of Rondo. Team actually saw an uptick, even though they ran out some random scrub at a point guard who wasn't Rondo, who was one of the best in the league at that time. I, Kimba, I don't know if he is a better fit for that system, though. Kyrie played his role pretty well. I think Kimba's going to do just about the same thing. Yeah, but he's not going to argue, and he's not going to—he's not going to be a troublemaker on the, in the locker room. He's going to be a better leader for the team, I think. But I—I I really need to know. Does Kimba know that the Earth is round, or does he think it's flat as well? Maybe that was the problem. That's going to be the key to you the think, season. Do you think See, Ky- that's the thing. Kyrie knows the Earth is round. Are you sure? He's just—he just likes. You think Kyrie looks at basketball and he's confused? <laughs> he thinks it's flat. <laughs> maybe, maybe Kyrie thinks that the basketball is flat and that the court is round. Hmm. Is that how that works? Well, Hot I, takes. I just, I just, I don't know. It's I, an Australian thing. I, I think overall the Celtics are gonna have a, be a worse year than last year. Jason Tatum did not take the step up that people were expecting. Some might call it a sophomore slump. I just don't think he is an all star. <laughs> I think he is a very good starter. But he's not a star. He's not the guy to build your team around. Mm. He's a second, third piece. That's fine. Yeah. The loss of Al Horford is going to be bigger than people expect. How about uh, how about another player on this board of uh, that we just pulled up was the good old Jakob Podol from Toronto. Toronto. What do you have to say about him? You're gonna, gonna, right? gonna be honest, Pierre. I don't know who that is. Yeah, that's fine. You don't have to. But he played in Toronto, so he has he, a ring. He's actually good, so he's not irrelevant. Like he's. He was a first-round pick, right? Like, maybe even top top 15. Uh, Podal got traded to the Spurs in the DeRozan trade, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. I think you're right. He did. So this is very not accurate. Yeah, I was wondering. Okay. So he doesn't have a ring. So he doesn't have a ring. This is called GetRandomThings.com. I don't know oh, how that would not be a reliable source. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's on the That's the most reliable thing I've ever heard. <laughs> GetRandomThings.com It's basically a .nbaplayers.php um, Alright, Jacopotl, uh, he plays so for the Spurs. That's all we the need. The Spurs, that's all like, you know. you're not really going to hear us talk about them. No one's going to talk about them. They're going to be really boring. Popovich is going to find a way to get them in the playoffs. Absolutely. Yep. Seventh, eighth, they're there. Well, another player we got on here is a former Pacer, Jared Jack. Jared Jack. Is he playing for Ice Cube's league yet? He honestly might be. <laughs> they have him listed as the Knicks, and I have we talked about the Knicks yet on this recording, or is that the last one? Is that the one we had to throw away? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Guys, the Knicks are Who is the greatest disgrace. Knicks fan of all time? Spike Lee. Steve Spike Lee or Stephen A. Smith? <laughs> uh, so, oh, did we not talk about Stephen A. Smith on this recording <laughs> and the sheer look of disappointment on his face mm-hmm. about after they did, failed to land Katie and Kyrie, and he realized that no superstar is ever going to go to the Knicks. <laughs> did you guys watch the jump when that was all being revealed? Uh, no, I, I did, and they, they called up Stephen A. And <laughs> well, he, he was distraught. <laughs> it was hilarious. It, he legitimately is sad, and for a good reason. <clears throat> This team's future is locked up in R.J. Barrett. If R.J. Barrett pans out, they Could might they have they might have something nice because they've got the young core with Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson, good defender, still developing on offense. Alonzo Trier could be a solid contributor for years. Undrafted guy out of Arizona. Uh, Kevin Knox, my boy out of UK, really good mm-hmm. offensive game. But and they had some underrated signings uh, this offseason. Brought in a lot of good veterans. Short contracts. Julius Randle had the longest one, which is three years, which means 
and a couple of big uh, free agents classes in the future, those salaries are going to be off the books. They can make a run for superstars in the future, but they're still a pitiful organization right now. They run stupidly. Uh, And I feel like they're just going to give a super max contract to a guy like Robin Lopez and just ruin their future. Robin Robin Lopez, great follow on Twitter. (laughs) I would pay you a super max just to follow you on Twitter, Mr. Lopez, but that's not the point. The Knicks are a pathetic organization, going to be the bottom of the East again this year. They really need to develop that young core. Don't worry about winning. Worry about getting R.J. Barrett ready to be the future for you. Yeah. I, li- I like the statement of they can go for superstars in the future, but they had a chance, didn't they? Yeah. Why didn't they? They went for him and they didn't choose them. Uh, I know the feeling, New York Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Perry and Chubb and I walked right like into Madison Square Garden, like right under oh, yeah. the right underneath Pens- Pennsylvania Station. It looks very ugly from the outside. Yeah. Just like the whole Knicks organization. <laughs> it's an, it's an you know what? I will give props to Knicks fans, though. Like, they, they're, they're so passionate. They're, they're still in it. fans, for sure. You know? The Knicks fans are like the opposite of Cubs fans. In mm-hmm. the sense that Cubs fans are not there whenever they're, they're losing. And they're there whenever they're good. Knicks fans, you don't really hear about them whenever they're competing. Because they're just there and not quiet, not complaining. But whenever they're bad, all you hear is about the misery of Knicks fans. But they still go. They still go. They still go. Absolutely. All right, let's do one more random player generator. And then afterwards, let's each maybe come up with the top five players. Are we allowed to overlap? Yes. Okay. Uh, Victor Oladipo. So top five, not top five players in the league like, for this year? Top five best looking? Top five players that we would build our team <laughs> around. <Kelly Oubre>. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're going to build our top five players that you would build your team around if you had to build a franchise today. So not, not, You're not building a team. So you're I get not... to build five teams. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that many I'm, I'm, pressing, I'm pressing the button. Okay. You don't know five? Uh, I don't, I don't best, know. Five, basically no, five no, best young no, players. No, 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 no. <laughs> Nine. You're awful. <laughs> um, these are awful players. Oh, ho, ho, ho. we got Lance. Lance, make her dance, dude. How how did In we not? China. You did you press this button so many like at least like eight times? How did you not get a single relevant player? Evan like, Fournier resents that statement. Evan <laughs> Fournier actually had a good playoff for the Magic. One of the best players from France. Uh, oh, Fournier hardly even know her. I'm That's pressing, really all my only take on that. Give me a better player. Okay, we got Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson's uh, actually a really solid player. Do you know who he is, Wes? Yes, he was. At, is he still at the Pistons? Yes, yes he, is. he is. And I don't really want to talk about Reggie Jackson, but uh, we can talk about, about D Rose. I, oh. I, so Rose. I won't put him in my top five list of people to build a franchise around. But I will say, whenever I was thinking on that question, Blake Griffin came to mind. Mm-hmm. In that, if you aren't looking to be like the NBA championship team, but you're looking to have a legitimate contender or not contender, a legitimate playoff team, Blake Griffin could be your cornerstone of that franchise. Mm-hmm. Highly underrated right now. When you look at that Pistons team, they're a legitimate playoff team. Yeah. Given it's the Eastern Conference, which is a little bit weaker, yeah. But yeah. it's Blake Griffin is that team star with Andre Drummond as his sidekick. He's Andre Drummond is his sidekick. Andre yeah. Drummond's not that great. Uh, Did you watch his 
performances in the playoffs this past year were basically on one leg. Yeah, I I like Blake Griffin a lot. He willed the uh, he willed he's that kind team of his game. Actually, I I like Blake Griffin as a player a lot as a person. Uh, he does comedy. He's supposed to be funny. He's kind of a jerk to the Pacers, and that's a rivalry, so I don't like him. Mm-hmm. But and as a player, you have to respect the game. He's developed a lot since he was just a dunker. He is an all-around scorer, a good all-star, could be a centerpiece. And now a three-point shooter, 38 yeah. 36%, something like that. So how about that? I mean, Justin Borowitz, who, why is he coming up every week? Uh, in our podcast, but he told he. I remember just a couple of years he we were arguing about it, and he's like Blake Griffin. All he can do is dunk, and I'm like, when was the last ben, time you watched Blake you Griffin in a game? If you haven't seen a game, a game since said, 2010, like, three years. <laughs> yeah, so no, Blake Griffin is not just the dunker anymore. He's an all around player. Oh, JB. He has not been just a dunker for multiple yeah, years. For, for a good while now. Do we see while. D Rose drop fifty again? I sure hope so. That was the best game of my life last uh, year. Not true, but all but close. Yeah, D Rose was signed by Detroit as the <laughs> D Rose in Detroit. Uh, because they have a new anti crime thing going on the way they have no shooters on the entire roster. <laughs> uh, That's so good. There's going to be zero floor spacing out there. Yeah. Whatever you're willing to let DeAndre Jumman through shoot threes and no let's, one let's questions look at that it. Depth chart. Do they still have uh, Wayne Ellington at least? I. Survey says uh, Luke Kennard. Wait, can shoot? Oh yeah, they did get they Joe Johnson Joe out Johnson? of the big three. It's <laughs> uh, funny. What? No way. So they do have Luke Kennard. He's a shooter. Uh, they have Svi Luke from uh, from oh, Kansas. I hated him at Kansas. They got Markeith Morris and Thon Maker. Thon Maker, the ultimate NBA meme. They're going to be starting Bruce Brown, according to this source. And actually, I've heard that from some local beat reporters, too. Who, as a rookie, really good defender, uh, still developing. That starting lineup with Tony Snell and Brown are going to be really <laughs> hard to score on. But also, really boring to watch. <laughs> Tony Snell, fan. two years ago, logged the game. With zero? 28 minutes. With no stats. Zero of everything. How is that possible? That is almost Wes's contribution to this podcast so far. <laughs> How dare you? I drove you here. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Perry, can I have a ride home? But seriously, he literally walked on the floor and did nothing the whole game. So what do you... I would go at least be able to get a foul or a turnover if I go out there. That's insane to me. So... Did he touch the ball? Yes, but he didn't pass to anybody who scored. He didn't rebound it. After, you know, he didn't touch it after. In his defense, year. he didn't turn it over. He didn't turn it over. <laughs> he didn't foul. Insane, insane to me. Didn't take a shot. I don't think. Did he? Did he run? I mean, he might have just stood in the center of the floor. Did he set screens? <laughs> I don't Maybe. Know. But you don't keep track of those stats. Did he only set screens. Probably. Maybe he just stood in one place and acted as a. Maybe both his arms were broken, but they needed bodies. <laughs> <laughs> New plan. Sorry, the- Tony Snell, but that's that's that is hilarious. I'm All not right. apologizing to Tony Snell. <laughs> You're not that good. Sorry. And the off <laughs> chance that Tony Snell listens to this podcast, he's gonna be real upset that he didn't apologize. <laughs> so uh, I mean, I wouldn't be able to score on him, but I'd I'd be able to. <laughs> and he wouldn't I'd be, be able, able to get any stats. <laughs> I'd be able to turn it over at least, yeah. you know, and get on the board there. Uh, All right, well. Let's uh, let's move on, and before we end this segment of the podcast, I have a blank sheet of paper that I didn't actually write. Incredible. Dang it. Uh, he wrote an invisible ink. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I wrote down players that I would 
take as my you know best players to build a team around didn't do that. All right, we're gonna go off the top of our head. Um, How are we gonna do this? All list all five at once. What if we all? What if we all do? What if we do it five times? We all say our names at the same time. All right, let's let's be real. No, the number one player. Yeah, we get it. We're choosing Giannis. Giannis, we're choosing Giannis one, right? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis is twenty four. That's insane. 24 is yeah, Giannis is barely older than I am. He's won an MVP, and he's going to win some finals maybe this year. Everything about him is massive. He is so good. Shit. <laughs> but that's the easy answer, right? Yeah, he, he was put up numbers that were similar to Shaq and dominance down low this year. Mm-hmm. And he's a small forward. Yeah, realistically, he plays power forward. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know where his shot's going to be at this year. He doesn't need it. He plays defense at a rate that is similar to Kawhi, mm-hmm. who is widely known as the best, best defender, defender or one of the best defenders in the NBA. Uh, yeah, that's got to be the easy answer. And plus, I think there's a loyalty factor with Giannis. I think it's widely believed that he's going to stay a buck. For a long time. For a long time, unless something crazy happens. Which, and could, but... you got to consider that. If you're building a team for 10 years, need a given this NBA market, players are going to leave. That's great for them, but if you're a team, you want a guy who's going to stay for a while. Yeah. Well, that and you get easy. the whole country of Greece and your fan base as well. <laughs> so jersey sales—that's a plus. Mm-hmm. True. That's it's a big country, but I don't think their population is that big. Plus, I would almost argue he has the coolest nickname in the league, the Greek Freak. The Greek Freak. Like we love rhymes. Yeah. We, uh, we do. We're human. Name a, name a better nickname for me right now. Frankie Smokes for Frank Nidalkina from. Uh, nope, not as good. The next, I like Frankie Smokes. The nickname a lot. Terrible player though. Latrell Spreewell. That's, that's not his real name. I was actually wearing my Spreewell jersey the other day. Uh, I claim that I have the world record for most Bible studies led wearing a Latrell Spreewell jersey. <laughs> if anyone out there can top me with double digits, let please know. let me know. <laughs> and a friendship will Guinness hit me up. Latrell Spreewell was once quoted turning down a three-year, $21 million contract with the Timberwolves, saying, I need to feed my family. No, I can't pay my child support. Was that what it was? (laughs) (laughs) One of those. (laughs) The legend. Keep being a meme, Latrell. All right, number two. I I know my number two, but it gets a little muddier after this. Kawhi Leonard. What about you guys? Well, so I was iffy on that one. Because when you... you called me or mm. said to me you said for like the next 10 years yeah and that's a really long time okay i mean yes but like we're saying like he doesn't necessarily need to be in the league for 10 mm. years but you're thinking 10 years ahead so even mm. if you pick lebron okay Le- and you say lebron's in the league for four more years if you're planning on you know if you think lebron's gonna win you like legitimately win you championships over the next four or five and maybe bring you know players in Here's that'll some. <laughs> like like he brought right. a, like he brought AD to the Lakers and AD's gonna you literally know. has brought any player he's ever wanted seriously, so then that could be legitimate. But I'm thinking okay. I think Kawhi is gonna play at least another eight, right? Maybe nine. How old is he? Third? 27, 28. Uh, look it up. Look it up. Back check. So my issue with Kawhi is if you guaranteed that he was gonna be on my team the whole time, I totally agree he'd be my number two. Twenty eight. I just don't old. know if he's going to stick around one place that long. Uh, maybe he'll stick around the Clippers that long. I know he wants to be in L.A., but I heard that uh, he should just uh, go around being a freelance like mercenary player, just play for any team he wants for a game. Get a ring them. <laughs> and I would love to see that. Guys, the Pacers could have both Leonard and Paul George. Well, now the Clippers do. 
So now the Clippers. So happened. it did happen. It did happen. Sad day. Uh, I, I say my second choice would be James Harden. I know he's 29 or 30 now. Okay. This is an offensive league, and he's the best offensive player. So I'm going to do that. And he's able to be compatible with other superstars. <laughs> you add a Russell Westbrook to the mix, he's going to be compatible with them. Mm-hmm. He needs the ball. He's a ball-dominant guy. I'm not denying that. But the position he plays, he can play with wings because he's a guard He'll play point guard most of the time for them, but he can play off guard as well. He can play with star bigs. I would build around Harden. It's not fun to watch Harden when he's off, though. That's for and sure. That's true. But he's, oh, it's kind of everyone, fun. Everyone always makes fun of him for his lack of defense and his flopping. People forget how much of a competitor he is. I remember your last playoffs, him getting poked in the eye. Do you remember mm-hmm. that injury where his yep. eyes were just completely yep. bloodshot for days? Yeah. He didn't miss time with that. He was out there, probably could hardly see, and was still getting still people floppies. buckets. Still getting buckets. That's valid. All right, Wes, who you right. got number two? I picked Luka Doncic. Luka number two. I wow. did. That's bold. Well, he's very young. He is very young. And I was really running 21, off the... 21, I believe. I was really running off the tenure. Maybe just 20. Yeah. Uh, so... I would I want, make the argument that you can't build around Luka because the Mavs aren't even sure they're building around Luka. They 20. might be building around Kristaps right now. Or both. But yeah, exactly. who, who is the alpha in that in that lineup? It's Luka right now because Kristaps hasn't played a game yet. But by you know midway through the season, that could be changed. So I don't know if I would want to build around Kristaps. Uh, there is recent rape allegations. But you know, and, and the last time that someone had rape allegations and they still build a team around them, that was Kobe Bryant and the Lakers, and they got a lot of rings. So hey, Mavs, Mavs. <laughs> might work out for you. <laughs> might work out. Uh, no, I, I'm really interested to see how that works out. The unicorn with uh, the guy who looks like a 7-Eleven worker, both of them foreign guys who score that's in a heartbeat. So accurate, it hurts. Uh yeah, I I mean I think that's a valid pick, but Luca is not proven to be a, a superstar. I don't, I don't need proof. We're just going with it. Yeah. I'm also also I was really riding this ten year thing really hard. That's fine. Just so you know. So you were you were planning on all of them playing ten years. I'm keeping it. Yeah. Okay. I think he'll stay in, in with the Mavs for a long time. Okay. Personally. Are you are you taking Steph Curry? I'm, I'm debating. Time? I see. So I like if you I did it. I would. I wasn't prepared enough. So James Harden's thirty. Steph Curry's thirty one. Um, I think I'm going Dame as my number three. This is really actually tough. I, see, I wasn't prepared enough for this, but I actually am a big fan of Dame Lillard. I love oh, Dame. we know you are. I, I love Dame. But I think it's actually mm, this is really difficult. I'm gonna stick with Dame Lillard three. Um, he's younger and he's kind of he's got a killer he's got a killer instinct for sure that you've seen in the playoffs. But you've also seen him kind of disappear and let CJ McCollum take the reins. I mean, whether that's good or bad. In the playoffs, it was good for a while, then it was bad when they got smoked by the Warriors and he was nowhere to be found. And Jennifer got... Jennifer was gross. I'm trying, Jennifer. Jennifer. Okay, yeah, well, you know what? Next time, Jennifer, ask for something more important than a playoff game. Yeah. That's pretty important. Yeah, really, important. that's on Jennifer. Not to Portland. Yeah, that's on Jennifer. Just, they were... Portland, I think, was satisfied. Also, can we not... I don't think Portland was satisfied. Can we not, like, ignore the fact that Portland is projected not to make the playoffs by most projections this year after, after being third third and making and probably upgrading the roster and going to the Western Conference Finals I mean y- if you just have Dame and CJ together again Nurkic back healthy like they're making Nurkic the won't be back healthy for a while okay uh, what's he's gonna, he's gonna miss, he broke his leg last they year. finally got rid of Alpha Rukamino and, but they brought <laughs> that was in, my that was my favorite name they, they brought in Hassan Whiteside which is a big question mark he could be a locker room cancer or he could be a legitimate yeah, that is valid player. that is valid 
Yeah, I think they're they are consistently the team that gets slept on. And hot take, maybe, maybe not. That's the best backcourt in the league. Uh, yeah, there's a guard, very two, good two guards, for that. two just guards, not not mm. three, just one and two. Mm. Now that Clay is assuming Clay's hurt because he is. Yeah, I think uh, I think Rodney Hood might be the glue guy for this team this year. He had a huge he, playoff. He we love we love watching Rodney. We watch Rodney Hood in hotels. He mm. he read that's a very strange statement. That's true. Uh, but he really came we only watch him in hotels. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we we got a, a reservation hey, at the Port- Hotel Six. Portland's We're gonna on watch go to some Rodney Hood. <laughs> <laughs> it's too embarrassing to watch in front of other people. Uh, no, but I got I you in the hotel, Perry. I know about your Rodney Hood fetish. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, two okay, you got as your third. I want to go. Uh, a little spicier and a little thicker than the rest of the litter. We're going Joker. with Jokic. The Joker. I, I thought it was going to be Kyle Lowry. It was uh, a thick joke. I, I love Jokic's game. As a fat white man myself, mm. uh gives me a little bit of hope. I feel like Jokic has lost weight, though. No, did you see him in his preseason interviews? No, it was a bad... He looked like Moto Moto out there. That's <laughs> Moto a, Moto. That, that's a Madagascar 2 <laughs> reference for you out there. Uh, but he's looking a little thick, and I don't doubt that he's going to be playing excellent regardless. Picking a third one now? Wes, your third one. Yeah, I'm just going to take LeBron. LeBron James. LeBron James. Are, are you just naming players you know at this point? I know a lot of players, 2K. Besides Patrick Patterson? <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm literally just picking LeBron because he can... Bring whoever else you want to the franchise. Valid. LeBron James. LeBron James. I, mean, I feel like there's not a lot to say about LeBron James. He's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. For now. You get the package with Bronny in there, too. Yeah. Do you? Do you get Bronny? You, listen, you get you literally get a player and a coach. Like, your coach has to do nothing but call timeouts. <laughs> Valid. Um, I guess okay. I gotta think about four and five real quick. Let's see. We're gonna go really fast. We're gonna we're gonna finish this off so that we can. Barry, is this recording? To... It is recording. Can you go to the end so I can see it? It's right Thank there. Thank you. But I but I okay. All right, I'm going with Steph Curry as my fourth. You already made him your third. I thought. No, no, Dame, Dame is my third. Steph Curry's my fourth. He's my third and my fourth. Two <laughs> <laughs> K. Who's your uh, Who's your fourth? Uh, Victor Oladipo. Do I believe it? 100% sure, winky face. Well, I'm a basics fan. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I'll go four. With no sample size, Zion. Oh my I gosh. I was actually about to make it my fifth one if you didn't. Uh, all right, well, Zion Williamson. Yes. I don't think he's going to be... I don't think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. That's my... I mean, he's going to be an all-star player, not a Hall of Famer. That's my bold play. He'll be exciting to watch, and he'll put butts in the seats, though. <laughs> that's true. That's all that really matters. Any butts in seats. Uh, so number five, I would pick James Harden, and that that would be that would be the boring pick, um, because he probably deserves it. However, I don't want to go that route. I'm gonna go with the De'Aaron Fox route. We already talked about. Uh, I was gonna. I, was... I think De'Aaron Fox is a really solid player to build around. Um, on that Sacramento Kings team, he's gonna actually bring them back from. The depths, of the, the dark abyss of basketball, and to the point where all their fans were ashamed to, to be fans forever. Well, I'd say I mean, they're hundreds of like. I'd say they arguably in the least relevant city in the country. It is tough. 
One of the least Have relevant. you ever been to Sacramento? No. I have. It's basically Indiana, California version. I don't know. Nice. West, there's still like Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, Omaha is relevant just from Peyton Manning yelling Omaha for 20 years. Okay. Okay. Uh, what about uh, uh, Wichita, Kansas? Wichita State has the number one bowling team in the, in the country of all time. All right. We're sticking with Wichita then. Montpelier, Vermont. <laughs> Probably been, where I got been this. Been there. <laughs> been there, done that. Montpelier. We, actually, I, I don't know if we know. All right. Uh, Vermont, I actually was thinking De'Aaron Fox for my last one to stick with my hot take from before. I'll throw some honorable mentions out there. Thinking uh, Joel Embiid. I don't know how healthy he's going to be, which is why I'm not taking him. Trey Young could be thought of. If I want to go real young, I could even go LaMelo Ball. <laughs> Uh, but I actually recently heard a stat where I think like the last Finals MVP that was a point guard was Tony Parker back in like the early 2000s. So that being said, you need to build your team around a bigger wing, most likely a wing. So I'm going to feel real dirty, but I'm going to build around KD. KD, okay. All right, building around KD. Well, Perry, I have to do this. Baker Mayfield. Oh, I wish. <laughs> Yes, I would strip Baker Mayfield from the NFL. He might be better, honestly. He's absolutely trash right now in the NFL. Shut up, Perry. He's great. Perry, just to <laughs> literally just to make you mad, my fifth pick will be Cody Zeller. And we're moving on. Uh, West lost all credibility, if you had any in basketball. All right. <laughs> Hardly even know her. <laughs> well, guys, I hope you found that entertaining. We kind of just... You know, winged it a little bit. We really just enjoyed 2K's presence. Yeah, we just tried to make sure you got your, your fair share of 2K. But what we do have is five... There is no fair share of 2K. We do have five uh, community answers to the question that we posted on the Instagram. By the way, if you haven't followed our Instagram, um, banter underscore podcast, go do that. We, we post all the time. We might even uh, have some contests where you can get some swag uh, upcoming. <clears throat> so anyway, we have, uh, we have a comment here from Alec Ramos. We love him. Well, first of all, the question was, if you were building an NBA franchise for the next 10 years, what player would you build the team around? He said, De'Aaron Fox, Luka, Zach Levine. Jamal Murray. Jamal I like Murray the, for I like some that one. I do like the Jamal Murray pick. He's oh, 22. Is he really? Mm-hmm. You know who's also another like 22-year-old? guy, too. Devin Booker, another Kentucky guy. That's not a bad Devin idea. Booker. I almost I, would I almost choose Jamal Murray over Devin Booker. Wow. More rounded game and more malleable to play with other big players. I mean, there are people that are more rounded. Um, Silas Jensen, uh, we've talked about, we've shouted at him out on the pod before. He said Zion. Blake Williams, uh, he, he said, pretty easy question. Giannis. Giannis. I said correct, uh, because Giannis is the correct answer. Nate Cassib. Nate Cassib, tall guy digifilm on Instagram, said Luka Doncic. So, my my pick has two votes so far. That's yeah, that you Luka. People so. like Luka. I like Luka. I mean... It's I from, like seven eleven. From Ljubljana, Slovenia. So Ljubljana, Ljubljana. Yeah. Uh, who, who's this guy, Wes? What? A Coburn. Alex. Uh, Alex Coburn. Alex Coburn. He's in, my, he's in my small group. Oh, awesome! A fantastic man. Kentucky fan. Well, he said Giannis, dude, is twenty four and a beast. Yes. Yes, he is. If you've now gotten to the end of the podcast, we we are in agreement, Mr. Coburn. Um, thank you guys for commenting. Yeah, and we be, love you being part of the community. That's awesome. Um, we're about to sign you out. Uh, real quick, people have been asking, what is this whole stay humble, stay hungry, stay hydrated thing? What is that about? Who's asked you that? I don't know. Some people. Well, well I think someone really important in that process is right here. It was me. Trust the process. <laughs> 
So, 2K and I, and Wes was actually the coach of this team, 2K and I were on a uh, intramural basketball team uh, for, for multiple years, and this team, we uh, we had a, a motto. A motto. What's a motto? Nothing. What's a motto with you? <laughs> anyway, it was one of our motto for the for the intramural team was stay humble, stay hungry, stay hydrated. That kind of became a meme. Hydration became the Hydration theme. Of all of our the most theme. hydrated team wins, and we're peeing every fifteen minutes, boys. <laughs> yeah, there, I would literally put in the team group me like, if you're not peeing every fifteen minutes, you're off the team. We had to leave warm up layup lines to go pee. Yeah, yeah. If clear, you were about to chug. Let's just say that motto kind of branched out into our daily lives as well. And man, yeah. hydrate, it's, hydrate, it's such hydrate. a great motto. We yeah, it morphed into like like branch off phrases like hydrate, 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 or hydrate or dehydrate. Hungry, hungry, hungry. Hippo, hippo, hippo. <laughs> I believe was spawned from that as well. Well, regardless of what was spawned from it, <laughs> it is important to us. Well, it is important, and we're gonna we're gonna keep signing you out that way. Yeah. Um, and we hope you choose to live by this motto as well yeah so we love you and until next time stay humble stay hungry stay hydrated